Thank you for joining us for our 31st Anal Probe segment here at the Anal Podcast. Do us a favor, take a minute to like, subscribe, review wherever you found our podcast. That's how we get noticed, and we love to get noticed. Do you have a question for a member of the Anal Podcast? Feel free to email us at anewamericanlegacy at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at anewamericanle1. So sit back, relax, and get ready to listen to us talk from everything from foot in the bill to the latest Trump date. Welcome back to the Anal Podcast. I am joined tonight by Mike, Rochelle, Jared, and whoever else happens to drop in. Our talent tonight is digging a hole. You heard me. He's digging a hole. So why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Mike, and I'm here for the podcast. Hi, I'm Rochelle, and I have to go to work in like an hour. Uh, I'm Jared, and I am now only half human, apparently. I am your host, Rob, and I am no longer human at all because I have been fully vaccinated and I am going to Texas. But we'll get into that later because our first order of business is to get all the information out of Rochelle as quickly as we can because she has to go to work. So, Rochelle, let's talk shoes. Yes, let's talk about shoes. 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 (laughs) Oh, my God. Shoes. Shoes. So I was scrolling through Instagram and found an ad for uh, Chin Up Donuts, which is here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And it had this really cool shoe. And I was like, what? I need to know more. So Vans Shoes is actually doing a program right now called Foot the Bill. And it is um, geared towards small businesses um, and what it is, is the business gets to design a shoe and a shirt, and both of them are limited edition. So there's like a hundred sh- uh, hundred pairs or less of the shoe. They're a little pricey because they're custom. They're like 90 to 100 bucks. That's not pricey for a shoe, is it? I feel like that's an, an acceptable price for a shoe, pair of shoes. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. they're not like Target shoes that cost like 30 bucks, so... <laughs> Sometimes that's my price range. Anyway, that's most of our price range, but I got, I got, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Continue with shoes. All net proceeds go to uh, whatever business it is. And the whole uh, reason behind is just to help uh, get, get some more funds in the door for some struggling small businesses. So that's pretty cool. And I was checking them all out on the site and they have some really freaking cool designs. Each one of the small businesses has their own uh, story and stuff, and they have what they're going to be using the money for. And I don't know. I think it's really cool. And actually, Rob, there is one place in Austin, Texas called Sage Studio that is a part of this program. And it sounds really cool. It is a um, it's an art studio made from a re- refurbished trailer. And um, they showcase work of artists who have intellectual and developmental disabilities. And just all of the businesses on here just seem really, really cool. And they have great stories. And even if it's in a place that you don't live, you can still, you know, buy the shoes or the shirt, whatever. And you know that you're supporting really cool small business somewhere. So That is awesome. I'm going to have to talk to Mac about maybe going there while we're in Austin. That would be a really yes. great uh, clip for uh, a new American Legacy Travels. Yeah. 
There's another place in Austin as well that was included. Red River Cultural, Dist Cultural District. Can't talk. Um, but it's just a music venue and stuff too. So it's, yeah, a lot of cool. That's cool awesome. Places. Maybe I'll have to visit them, get some video and walk around and talk to them, see if we can get some awesome shots. I don't, I don't know how to do travel vlogs on YouTube. I'm just faking it. I think, I think that's, that's what, what most YouTube people does. do. Yeah. <laughs> You look at some some of them to get some ideas and then do it. See that that's exactly what I don't want to do. I I'm kind of just oh, want well, to come at it original. Yeah. Like with the podcast, I was an avid consumer of podcasts. So starting the podcast, I had enough imprints of other models to go on that this came pretty naturally. This yeah. endeavor, however, it does not. So I'm just <laughs> gonna attempt to put my personality into the into the screen and see what happens. I think that is I mean that's that's how that's how anyone who's successful does it basically. I think you could do it. I think you'll figure it out. Well, I I am doing it. I'm gonna go to oh. Austin and I'm gonna go to the state building or the Capitol building and I'm gonna stand on the stairs and I'm gonna scream and bitch about <laughs> a bunch of things and it's gonna be a lot of fun. Nice. You can put googly eyes on things. That will be <laughs> happening too. That will be oh, happening yeah. too. So funny, slays me. I'm even getting likes on that, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Raytheon deal now? Because I, I know that they make bombs, but they're the best place to work in forever. Um, the human rights campaign said they were the best place to work with a perfect 100 score in their corporate, <laughs> their corporate equity index. The irony of the human rights campaign rating them oh it's too well, much I mean, they rate a hundred percent at making bombs to blow up villages and families and people yeah so i mean look they, they murder a lot of people and cause a lot of death and destruction but if you're working at the company that makes the bombs it's a very inclusive workplace criteria three is supporting an inclusive culture and corporate social responsibility not just social <laughs> responsibility a corporate social responsibility and they got 40 out of 40 points oh my god <laughs> honestly i wonder if this is one of those like like we're actually funded by the cia I just feel like, you know, it's 40 years ago and they're like, Monsanto, if you can make like a super deadly chemical, we'll put you in charge of like all of our food. And they were like, all right, here's some Agent Orange. And they're like, sweet, be in charge of like all of our food. And now <laughs> here we are, Raytheon. We're like, oh, they're the best to work for. Everyone wants to work for them to make all the bombs. Oh, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> the sub criteria for this, uh, supporting an inclusive culture category they put a little check mark because they have not one not two they have three lgbtq internal training and education best practices so there you go oh, wow three goodness gracious. three of them yeah wow yeah <laughs> just man fuck. three more than they required to have 10 15 years ago so when you're making bombs you can feel included i just i don't i don't understand how they can get that score well i, I mean it's I, this hypocrisy of it is just astounding because I, I i it might be true it's the worst part. well again right so this is like an, an american organization yep and as we all know like if you're american you have no care for 
anyone outside of America, especially if they're brown and like you don't understand that imperialism is a thing that exists. Um, Break down what imperialism actually is for our listeners on a very too long didn't read basic level. Uh, so imperialism, I'm probably going to mess this up a bit. It's the stage of capitalism when finance capital uh, sort of combines with the more um, like uh, factories and I forget what there's another term for that other type of capital. So like they basically combine together and work to kind of take up slices of the world um, for, you know, whatever uh, businesses and countries they represent. Some might say that's why America has like all these military bases all over the world. And, you know, how oftentimes we're told, like, for example, they lied about going to war to Iraq twice, you know, to secure a foothold of American hegemony in there to ensure, you know, we protect our oil and stuff is, you know, recently uh, Kamala Harris <laughs> just admitted we used to fight wars for oil. Yeah, um, we still but are. I, I mean, yeah. That's, is that a surprise? <laughs> Basically, it, imperialism is them trying to get territory or power through economic control of other areas. Yeah, econo well, economic control and, and like just like physical coercion through, you know, war. And I had like to that. Google an example of that because I can't think of, I couldn't think of one because I didn't really understand what it even was. But I guess one of the most simple examples is when England tried to colonize India. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's what happens, right? When you have these countries like England that have this market, they need to expand their market because capitalism always has to keep expanding, keep growing, or else we have these horrible recessions, which, you know, that's kind of messed up if you think like your whole system is based on infinite growth on a finite planet. But anyway. And essentially imperialism is bad because it ends up leading to slave trade, social and economic discrimination, basically capitalism. Yeah. World, World War One. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm on board now. Carry on. <laughs> well, the the irony is like this this human rights campaign has like had controversies for not, for being exclusionary in the past. It, it has been criticized for its exceedingly generous executive salaries. I would like to take a moment in the podcast to say to our listeners, I would like to welcome the talent to the show. Apparently, he's in Arizona time. He was done digging his hole because he seems to be in the room. John. And I wrote Ba with the Ba. Welcome to the show, John. How is the house coming? Uh, it has one more hole, so that's fun. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I have to jump in here. I'm looking on Wikipedia, and there are, the HRC Award for Workplace Equality Innovation number in 2017 was Monsanto. Oh, Jesus Christ. This agency is completely warped. 2011, Boston Consulting Group and Goldman Sachs. Uh, <laughs> 2009. You're such a diverse company. <laughs> Kirkland and Ellis LLP and Boeing. So it's like, wow, oh, that is just a, oh my God. That is fantastically terrible list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, well, and again, right, you know, it's like you wonder what, what did you say they had three separate trainings or whatever, Rochelle? And that's why oh, yeah. they got they got such a high mm -hmm. score. Um, yep. Well, and the Wait, thing three separate trainings or three separate trainers. Uh, it says they have three 
internal trainings and education best practices. So okay. I don't know. It could be like one best practice and one create one two trainings. I don't. And and you you know all these trainings are just kind of seeped in neoliberalism because uh, my workplace was just like. Hey, maybe we should make everyone do mandatory uh, diversity training now. So, you know, they paid some fucking company and I'm watching this, you know, training. And of course, there's, you know, things that sort of make sense when you're like, oh, OK, you know, treat people and they might have hidden disabilities and maybe people are biased. But, the, you know, you have conscious and unconscious biases. But the thing that just, again, my commie sent me my commie senses tingle and just made me sick was it's all framed in making your workplace more efficient, right? That's the overall oh, framing yeah. of it. It's not that we should just, you know, treat people better or um, because we should or anything. It was just like how to make your workplace more, you know, if you're more inclusive and you treat people better at your work, they'll, they'll work more, they'll work harder, much more efficient. Everybody's happy. They're going to be working 100% faster and better and stronger. It's right. true. And like, that's the only reason they're doing it. I, I like took some screenshots because I, I just couldn't handle it. So the, the, check so check this out. So this was just insights from one of the diversity things. This is verbatim. Luckily, being a diversity ally at work doesn't mean you have to fix the world. Caring about other people can empower you to improve your, their daily experiences in the workplace. So we're pointing out how shitty everything, how the world is and how it's bad. But you don't have to fix it. Just be nicer to people at work. <laughs> That'll fix everything. Uh, Unbelievable. Solve yourself of all responsibility. <laughs> so, Rochelle, before you have to go to work, um, I know Matthew was tuned into this. I reached out to him. He'll pop in if he can. But I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the officer Kim Porter and the shooting death of Dwayne Wright and what uh, it seems to be the hinge of this particular incident, which would be weapon confusion. I know that there was an article that I didn't quite have time to get to, so can you give us the too long didn't read on that and let us know exactly what that was? The gist of it was listing about seven previous cases where there had been weapon confusion um, and then the outcome of those uh, trials. My takeaway was it just, it's bullshit when you say, oh, I got them mixed up. Two of the most commonly used tasers for police officers have like bright yellow, either like stripes or uh, paint or something that differentiates them from your service weapon, which is going to be all black. There is another kind of uh, taser that is all black, but it is like, it's a lot different looking. And it also weighs about less than half of what a loaded gun would weigh and it just feeling the weight of a loaded gun and feeling anything lighter you definitely know when it is loaded and i'm not someone i don't even own a gun but like the i don't know dozen or so times that i've shot a gun i can definitely tell this is loaded this is not so if it was half that weight and i was saying as someone who had a weapon on my person every single day it's just complete bullshit to say that you you got them confused. For about, for a period of about 11 years, 11, 12 years, there was only um, six instances, six documented instances of confusing a taser and a handgun. I 
I think it's bullshit for someone to say, especially someone who has been a trainer and especially someone who has done this job for what, 20 years, I 26 think. 26 years. 26 and years. I am uh, coming in, obviously not from that article. I'm coming mm. in from the actual report of the case. And I, I, I listened to the audio of the, the shooting. I chose not to actually look at the video. Uh, being an emotionally and empathy person, she calls out three times that she's going to fire her taser. She fires the gun, and the second that she fires the gun, she sounds completely shocked. And she says, I shot him. And uh, to me, after 26 years of service with uh, uh, like a clean record, I mean, I tried digging to see if anyone else was, you know, reporting dirt on this person. I'm, I'm really not finding much. I think to myself, could this just be one of those truly horrible one in seven cases where a real mistake was made. It just happens to be in the same city where the Derek Chauvin case is taking place in a country that is not only completely divided, but on the edge of insanity. What's the, what's the outcome for thinking of it like that though? Wouldn't it just be the same? This well, person yeah, shouldn't be a cop. The family well, exactly. should be compensated. She's already resigned. Yes. I personally, in this instance, I feel terribly for both individuals i feel as though the cop is going to suffer the rest of her life with the knowledge of what happened in she that should. instant where yeah. i don't yeah. think where i don't think Derek chauvin will that guy he might have just been a sociopath so a lot he, of a lot of people that seek that particular field huh. are yep mm -hmm. well yeah because it gives them control and the ability to dominate others and it that's what a lot of sociopaths like well, I, was, I mean, but that's also the question. You're like, even, even if this was a mis you know, you, you say this was like maybe a mistake, maybe genuine, but you know, would this, would that, would she have even tried to fire the taser if he was white? The answer to that is probably no. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, and that, so that brings me to, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard of the, the Marine that was pulled over and drove one minute further after the cop had turned on the lights to pull into a lit area because he's black and Latinx and he was concerned and he was pepper sprayed, humiliated. His dog was in the car. He even said when he was pulled over, I'm scared to get out of the car. And he was told you should be boy. Cause you're going to ride the lightning. Yep. Nice. So I see there that type of scenario. I see that type of situation and I contrast it to, um, the, the Dwayne Wright killing, and I don't see the same aggression in Kim Porter's actions in, in the video that I see in the other officer's actions in the video. I, I mean, the other cop did threaten to use his taser. He said, you're going to ride lightning, boy. Kim Porter said, taser, taser, taser. I, I don't know. This is just all way too much for me to think about. It's well, fine, but what does it matter? Well, it matters because Dwayne Wright is dead. It matters because Kim Potter, who was a 20-year, 26-year officer of the law, killed somebody probably on accident, in my personal opinion, and I couldn't imagine the devastation that causes somebody, whether you accidentally hit someone with a car or accidentally shoot someone instead of tase them, it's still going to fuck with your head. I mean, I can't imagine the devastation that caused the person that got shot and died. Either way, I feel in this particular situation, there's two two victims. They're just different levels of victims. One died and one suffers. But again, I mean, I, w I want to return to my point. Like, if he was white, would she have even pulled her taser gun? 
No, no, I don't think he would. And that led me to the other guy who straight even said he was afraid to get out, which if you haven't listened to that audio from that interaction, it is absolutely horrendous. I mean, I, I just I want to point out that, you know, white supremacy is just so ever present and insidious that, you know, you gave this stark example of it just in full force and how all, all, all just disgusting it can be. Um, but it's also very, um, you know, very tricky and, and very below the surface, you know, and I think these are two examples, you know, of it, one just explicit and one very implicit and below the surface. Listener, what do you think of the situation? Why don't you let us know by going to anchor.fm slash anal pod. There you can hit the message us button, and if you don't swear a whole lot, maybe we'll put it on the air. I'm getting tired of you people swearing. Why would you take the time to fill out the paperwork? Just swear. I don't get it. Anyway, anchor.fm slash A-N-A-L-P-O-D. Hit the message us button. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review. It's how we get noticed, and we love to get noticed. What else do we have to go? Oh, John, before you got here, uh, we had covered shoes with Rochelle about specifically a shoe that is being started in limited quantities to help support small businesses. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I need, I need new shoes. Yeah. So, so, uh, Rob, make sure that you tag the Vans shoe company, uh, in your tweets, so we can get John a new pair of shoes for promoting the Vans shoes. Ooh, I don't want, I don't want this. Oh, 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 wow. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. I need like, like hiking or work shoes. Oh, now, these are, they're Vans. You can I hike in those. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I've hiked in I should have said working oh, first. I don't, I don't hike, but that's the kind of shoe I want to get. So they're more durable. Fair. What? What if they sent you like a steel-toed Vans? <laughs> what about these? Because they're high tops. <laughs> there were some hot shoes. I like those actually. I do want some right? slip-on Vans, but sounds like that's not what we're talking about. So the high tops are pretty hot. You guys still didn't get me my socks. Listen, Bombas has not replied to any of my emails. I have a bot <laughs> sending three a day. That's probably why, because they're all going to spam. <laughs> I need to make better work of my Twitter. Are you sure the bot didn't confuse its send button with its delete button? No, I don't have a real bot. I was just fucking around. <laughs> Wait, oh, those are the shoes you're looking for. I just remember I, I had this tweet saved oh. for, for reasons. And I was like, no, those are tactical sneakers. So, oh. Hmm. I've seen some of those and they're actually kind of cool because I was looking for um, shoes that uh... could riot in. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. I was looking for shoes yep. for work that like if, you know, like a needle or a scalpel falls, it would like slice because I have like just mess, mesh kind of shoes that I was wearing. Why, why are you going to be throwing needles and scalpels? You're just in school for God's sakes. Well, yeah, I know that, but I was just curious. I don't know. I was just looking. Have you figured out how to do the leg thing we talked about before? <laughs> no, we're still a few weeks away from learning uh, leg surgery. <laughs> okay. Cool. I got a really good picture of Max I'm going to put up on the Twitter of his three legs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Actually, uh, Friday, we're going to be doing some animal restraints to get ready for doing... With real animals? 
No, we have to start with like these stuffed animal model type things. Oh my god, will you please video pretty... some of it? <laughs> I will, I will. I Actually, the first time we do a blood draw, we get to use these stuffed animals too, but they have like kind of like veins inside with fake blood and all that. So it's yeah. a little bit more realistic. It's horrifying, but... and where can I get one? <laughs> <laughs> At They're the vet huge. school, John. They're like... Look at these giant Rottweiler dogs. <laughs> I'm so is it life size? Yeah, it's like it's big. It's probably goes up to at least like my knee thigh area. So it's a big dog. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. <laughs> With fake blood. <laughs> when I was in school, <laughs> when it came time to draw blood, literally they were like, okay, pick a partner, start stabbing. <laughs> that's that's how that started. <laughs> <laughs> They care more about the animals at this school, I think they do, than the people. I think a person can tell himself to hold still and not snip when someone's digging around for a vein, and the animal's probably just going to get a little defensive. True, yeah. Gotta be safe and learn how to properly, safely restrain them so that nobody gets hurt. Oh, to... Well, <laughs> Mike, do you, do you remember the one time that we were at a nearby groomers and they put uh -huh. a cat, they put a cat in a freaking muzzle and it freaked out and died when they dipped it uh, in the water. I definitely remember that. And I remember you giving it CPR to bring it back to life. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> it yep. definitely worked. It did. Oh, oh man, that was like what twenty years ago or something? That was not Maybe. twenty years ago. Two thousand one, oh. two, three? Nah. I was in Lindora, second year of college, third year. So four yeah. maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. So eighteen years, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. We're old, long story yeah. short. Well, I was trying not to point that out, but yeah. Called a cat bag that you can use to restrain cats. That's a little bit better than the cat muzzle because we've seen those too. Yeah, it's just well, like we a little... were trying to shave the cat, you see, so the bag was not an option. Yeah, that makes sense. And as soon That's as that cat hit the water, it just went and died. And it was like leaking yeah. pee and poop. And they like just picked it up out of the thing and she like laid it on the floor and she's like, oh my God, what do I do? And I'm like, it's dead. I got that's a dead cat's tongue's hanging out. It's purple. And then her little daughter like looked at me like, oh, do something. And I was like, son of a bitch. I guess I have to give this cat CPR or something. <gasps> so I took the muzzle off and laid it on its left side and started doing CPR on a cat. And I don't know, it only took like a minute, maybe two minutes. And the cat came back around and was all like, yeah, it was real shaky. And it finally shut the <laughs> fuck up. I remember it being so loud. It was like screaming at everyone. It didn't <laughs> want a bath. And then it just killed itself from stress. Yeah. <laughs> it probably gave itself a so heart weird. attack. Uh, maybe. <laughs> Sounds like the zombie cat in Zack Snyder's newest movie. Oh, is it going to be in black and white? Probably at some point. You want to talk about any <laughs> Facebook fights you may have instigated recently, John? Man, nobody wanted to fight with me. <laughs> it looked like you had someone on the hook. Yeah, well, I mean, I responded to him, and he just, he, he apparently I won, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> he probably yeah. just knows that you shouldn't feed trolls, that's all. <laughs> I'm not a troll. I'm passionate about art forms. 
if, if hey, if you were a good troll, you'd be Nas, little Nas X famous already. <laughs> very true. Very very yeah. true. Yeah. Now, so see, I made the mistake of of giving me ammunition. Yeah, sending the trailer to John and being like, "Can you believe this bullshit?" So, Paste Magazine saw fit to appear in my news feed with an article about it, and I had to tell them what I thought. And what was that? I was like, I was the first person to comment on this stupid thing. <laughs> well, Zack Snyder is making a, another uh, of the dead movie. You know, he remade um, Romero's Dawn of the Dead a while back. I've never seen it. I don't know that I really need to because it's Zack Snyder. And I I don't doubt that he completely missed the, the whole reason for the zombie genre. Yes. As, as he does. Like he makes Superman movies without Superman, Batman without Batman, and zombie movies without zombies. I mean, at least he's consistent. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, consistently terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but at least he's consistent. Cons- consistently misunderstanding. Yeah, he just it's just a complete misunderstanding of the reasons why any of these things exists. He just he's he just piggybacks on something that's already, you know, out there that has name recognition says I'll assign this name to this movie and I'll just make money. I mean, it's it's a real shame because at least in Romero's movies, the the zombie was always a um, critique of like capitalist consumerism shown in different ways throughout his movies. Some are, you know, good, better than others. But like the premise of this Zack Snyder movie is, I don't know, these mercenary people. Apparently there was a zombie outbreak and there's a bunch of zombies that are like walled off in some area of Las Vegas. And like the Vegas Strip. Yeah. And so I think the premise is like the military is going to just bomb the shit out of it to kill all the zombies in like a week or whatever. And some guy has an idea for a heist that they can go in and like take all this money. Cause I guess the rest of the world is kind of regular, you know, so wait a minute. This shit's only happening in Vegas. Yes. Okay. And it's, huh. it's just like, it's a zombie movie that's centered around like, like money having value and consumerism and stuff like that. It's, it's just kind of incredible to me, but well, go right. on Jared. Well, but yeah, exactly. Right. So th- that could be, uh, and a really amazing, you know, that that premise and that setup of like these these greedy people are like going in to this zombie infested territory because they, they want to consume more. Right. And instead, like I'm watching it and like they're 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 showing the zombies and they're all like fast. And someone's like the zombies are they're stronger. They're faster. They're organized now. So maybe I mean. You know, I guess he did want to make the fountainhead, right? So maybe if the zombies are faster <laughs> and organized, the zombies might represent unions and like the mercenaries going in are like Pinkertons busting unions. So maybe that maybe he's maybe it's just going to be an anti-union movie. Who knows? I, I bet that's not the case. <laughs> I bet you it's not. It sounds too lofty for him. I'll bet all the podcast money I've made. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that Michael's be gone. Hey, if I'm going to be digging holes, I'm not going to need it. <laughs> yeah, what were you digging a hole for? Just, uh, I needed one. I just figured you were going to fling yourself in it and start <laughs> burying it over. Do you have a body you're trying to get rid of? I just had, I just had, I just had to make a <laughs> hole, all right? <laughs> we want to know details about the hole. <laughs> Was it about six feet deep? 
last time people were very concerned about a hole I was digging was back in, I, I don't know where that story was going, sorry. Start talking about my hairy legs or something now, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like you start a sentence and you have no idea where it's going to end well, up. that's how the best ones happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you think Corn Pop would have happened if Biden had any idea what he was talking about beforehand? <laughs> that's exactly right. I'm just trying to become president. <laughs> All right, we've covered shoes, weapon confusion, Raytheon makes bombs, John's hole. Um, Next on the list is a new American legacy, travel. Yes, I'm going to Texas. What I got from Rochelle that I'm going to go check out Sage Studio in Austin because they're participating in the shoe thing. Maybe I'll buy a pair of shoes there. That would be super freaking sweet. And I'm going to go to the Capitol building. Any other places in San Antonio? Dallas or Austin that the anal podcast needs to go. Uh, the Doom Saloon. Okay, where is that at? And why oh, am I going Austin? there? I don't know. It's is either that- in um, Beaumont, Amarone, Galveston, El Paso, Nacogdoches, or Abilene. It's one of those. Uh, when I'm there, I'll just be like, Siri, get me to the closest Doom Saloon. And I'm just going to drive across Texas. No one's no one's getting this. Jared, Mike. Um, uh, but so, Rob, yeah. <laughs> Rob, right, joke? Did I miss a joke? Well, when you're there, there Rob, you can you can finally settle what the business end of a Winchester rifle is. Very true. <laughs> Callbacks. Okay, I was confused. I'm like, that's a real place. It's based on. I, I thought it was just a. Probably I, I like that's a good name, so it probably is. Yeah, probably I bet you it place. is. I'm gonna ask Siri when I'm down there now. All right. Well, I gotta go. Oh, you got to go to work. I am so sorry that you must go. Be a cog in the wheel of the system. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's it's good. I'll just sit in my car and listen to podcasts. Yes, while yeah. you're out, why don't you take a listen to our podcast? And research getting me one of those dummies. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm totally gonna ask on Friday, like where they buy where Thank they buy you. Them. I have a friend that just dug a hole that <laughs> it wants to know about the animal dummies. <laughs> just dug a <laughs> hole unrelated. It's unrelated. Unrelated hole. Drive safe, girl. Bye. Notice how she didn't say I wasn't her friend. I consider that a win. Yay. So anyway, anywhere else I need to go (laughs) in Texas for anal podcast footage? Uh, Uh, Find somewhere that looks pretty. Well, I mean, we're going to have an ass load of Six Flags Fiesta, Texas. So there will be that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go outside of the city and like look at the nature. You gotta go get a picture with those angel wings. What angel wings? And the the ones that are in Austin that all the Instagram girls stand in front of and pretend to be angels. Oh, is that the Austin angel wings? I'm I'm sure I they're everywhere. There's some in Pittsburgh. There's some here too. Like, yeah. It's always funny, like, if you catch somebody that's posing in front of it, they are so ashamed to be there. (laughs) Then why are they doing it? (laughs) You gotta do it for the gram. You need to get a a higher quality of followers, what you need. I mean, why does Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson tweet for the clout? I mean, that's why they, (laughs) why does anyone do do anything? I thought it was so Stakeums could tear his ass down. Did Stakeums, what did they actually do? I'll read this then. Uh, Pretend I'm I'm a listener and have no idea what's going on about this, because I definitely do. 
So Neil deGrasse Tyson recently tweeted, the good thing about science is that it's true, whether you believe it or not, which of course is bullshit. <laughs> and Stakeham said, log off, bro. And then someone questioned Stakeham, like, dude, wh wh what's with the hate? And he says, Stakeham, who, I don't know if this is a one of those, you know, weird marketing ploys, or it's just someone who's like a actual communist or Marxist, just like saying, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to tweet from the Stakeham account that I they forced me to run. Science itself isn't, quote, true. It's a constantly refining process used to uncover truths based in material reality. And that process is still full of mistakes. Neil just posts ridiculous sound bites like this for clout, and he has no respect for epistemology. Epistemology. That's that's a, one of them $10 words. That's a that's yeah. a, that's that's a, I got a philosophy degree where it's that's like all the characters <laughs> in a tweet that you're allowed to use. <laughs> Wait, didn't they increase the character limit for Twitter like right after they got rid of Trump? No, I don't know so. if that's true or not. I have no idea. How many? How many, how many do we I think it, was it 160? Well, it used to be 150 uh, and they upped it at some point. I recall it says 280 characters now. Oh, my God. But I mean, but it's just that's such a lie because at one point science said that like the Earth was flat. Yeah. <laughs> Until a different like. So Jared, there are scientists now that <laughs> still insist on that theory. Let's not forget those individuals. Oh, wasn't that wasn't one of those that guy that built a rocket and blew himself up? Yes. Was, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was a scientist. That's very true. He was not, however, a rocket scientist. That's the flat earth people. They're all doing science. They're all, you know, kind of scientists. They're just not Bad good at it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they just, that's what I'm, that's the point of making. There are such things as bad scientists. So yeah, this further proves that Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, what the fuck is that? But I mean, any science is like couched in the ideology of the people who are doing the science. Yeah, well, it's inevitable. <laughs> um, you know, and it's just like, you know, eugenics and uh, phrenology. Like, I mean, that was mm. quote unquote science for a while to, you know, yeah. prove a thing that they thought was existed. I mean, listen, listen, Jared, if we didn't have the eugenics wars, we'd never have sexy twink space doctor. I mean, we got uh, the bell riots are coming up pretty hot. Yeah, pretty that's like three years now. Something like that. How long can we talk about this before Rob makes a stop? Nah, I'm going to let you go. Oh, wow. Just we haven't said what we're talking about yet. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's actually kind of apt given some of the economic news we've gotten recently. That's so why we've ahead. been trying to talk about it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm totally letting this happen today. Take your chance. Oh, Jared, okay. Now's our time. Uh, well, we need to talk, I guess, the Bell Riots, then. They, they're, what, 2024? I guess the, the timing doesn't matter that much. It's the reasons why they happened. And why was that, John? That's important. Um, well, it, yep, 20, we, yeah, 2024. Yep. Yes, yeah, I remember. September. Looking forward to it. So, yeah, they, uh, the, the, the Star Trek DS9 crew gets uh, sent back in time, however, as they do. And it's what? It's, it's the captain, Cisco, and uh, Sexy Space Doctor. 
Um, yeah. Is her name actually Sexy Space Doctor, you chauvinistic pig? First off, you're the chauvinist because it's a man. <laughs> Ooh, awesome. Bashir. Mm. <laughs> sexy sexy man. Sexy twink space doctor, yeah. Who has superior genes, which we know what that means. <laughs> They're Levi's. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Cisco, Bashir, and Dax. Dax, Dax got sent back? Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird that I don't remember Dax doing something. Anyway, so yeah, so they go back to, I guess, 2024 when the United States is segregated physically now uh, between the, the wealthy, powerful elites and just sections of poor people. Right? In, am, I, am I good so far? In sanctuary districts. Yeah, yes. Sanct- quote, sanctuary districts. And they're kind of, they're patrolled by the police and they're all left to govern themselves kind of essentially yeah which is kind of like you know what we have with with redlining and gerrymandering and things like that like we already sort of have these things it's just they're showing a very physical representation of it which really seems like we're headed toward namely because you know you just you're gonna have to live where you can afford right right Um, so you know this this creates problems and uh, people uh, riot against their captors and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm, I'm sure some of the captors confuse their guns with tasers. <laughs> um, but again, they still deserve to, to die. So, because they're class traitors. Um, but that's kind of like the, uh, the, the, I guess it is kind of the, the precipice for the economic systems that lead to first contact. Yeah. I mean, the because the the crux of the episode was that when they because they arrived in the timeline, the original Gabriel Bell, who was a leader of the riots, uh, was murdered. Cisco, the captain, had to assume his role in history, or else the Federation would have never happened. Less canon, more logistics. <laughs> but I thought his name was Captain Space Dad. Captain Captain Jesus Space Dad. <laughs> um, oh. It almost got a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> um, although the, 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 you can tell this, you know, is the sort of utopian Star Trek because I, I'm reading in the aftermath, in the wake of the riots and the senseless, senseless death of so many people, public opinion turned against the concept of the sanctuary districts. The districts were abolished as the United States finally began to face the serious social problems it had struggled with for over a century. Like, hmm... Like we just we just started killing everybody, so then they said, "Hey, we're we're gonna maybe try to solve things instead of just fighting water wars." Planning the water wars in which we will be fighting. I mean, the Africa, the bases in Africa are 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 there already to take all of their water. It's disgusting. Um, no, but you can tell that you know these are definitely like liberals writing. <laughs> Oh, sure. About, yeah. you know, because because they're all like or like I'm like, well, we can't say that they seized the government. We can't say that they seized the government power and made socialism after that, because that'd be, that'd be too much. Oh, he, he, although here's an interesting factoid, uh, John, for you. You'll care. I don't think his well, you've watched Star Trek, right, Rob? It's a little hazy. OK. And I you haven't really watched much, Mike, have you? Nah, not really. Be honest. So, John, you'll like this little tidbit. So they were talking about the um, influences and what they based it on. And in- interestingly, um, so the Watts riots of 65 were an inspiration. And originally, 
uh, Jean-Luc Picard and Jody LaForge traveled back in time to 20th century Los Angeles just before the Watts riots in an, in an original story pitch that I don't believe was ever an episode. No, I think the closest they ever got to that was like the, the newspaper episode. But that was also DS9, wasn't it? Wait, no, that's... Yeah, well, DS9 is the best well, yes. iteration of Star Trek, <laughs> yeah, so of course it's going to have all the good stuff. Final thoughts, final thoughts. Watch Deep Space Nine. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. All right. Are you guys glad you finally got to talk about the Bell Riots? <laughs> Do you guys remember when that cop confused the toy train with a gun? Yes. But then shot the, the person that was hold. They didn't shoot the person with the the toy train they shot the person that was with him that was on the ground explaining that it was a toy train and then they asked the cop what happened and she said i don't know no what don't remember fuck? all those particular details but yeah that's names that's and dates would be great yeah well she they they were called like a it was a social worker and his client client had a toy train the social workers like laying on the ground in a prone position, telling them it's just a toy train. Please don't shoot him. And instead, they don't shoot him. They shoot the social worker, which you know, at least they listened for at that. Um, and I forget where, where, where was the social worker and the client. Were they both black? I, well, the social worker was black, Jared. I oh yes, I I, I was just wondering if if I forget if they both both of them were just the social worker. Unsure. How much influence? Oh yeah, like we we can delve into like feeling bad for the people that make these mistakes and stuff like that. But I I choose not to, and I never will. I won't, I'm not going to feel bad for them because these are people that have already decided that they're going to kill somebody someday because they're not taking the necessary steps to make sure they're holding a gun instead of a taser. They hold people's lives in their hands every single day. If you want to beat off the flags with a thin blue line on it, you have to treat these people, you know, like they do that. And if they're not willing to take up that onus and carry that cross, um, and they're just going to make mistakes and say, oopsie, and then just go work in another city, um, that's a problem. That's been happening for many, many years now. The entirety of police? (laughs) Yeah. Probably. Which I think is really amazing and, and just propaganda and how it it works because on on one hand, like I don't know if it's just that we're you know, you're told that like all police officers are just magically automatically heroes as soon as they're police officers. And like essentially what we're told, yeah. And they as soon as they sign their name on the line. Yep. Yeah, that's what I feel like I was led to believe. But the, but it's so weird because on one hand, you're told how they're like better than us, right? Because they're the best people because they're cops. But then when they obviously... Where are you going with this, Jared? Well, it's just then when they obviously make like do like awful things, right? And people bend over backwards to make excuses. Like shouldn't these people who are like heroes and you know, the best of us be held to a higher standard than regular people. Exactly my point, just said a different way. Yeah, you can say that they're held to these standards or you can say these are people carrying loaded weapons around. Either way, they need to be accountable for the, what they do with them. Because they carry lo- loaded weapons around, we need, they need to be accountable to higher standards. Yeah, yeah, because they have that license. Yeah, it's a big responsibility. And the crazy thing is, is... 
I don't know if everyone remembers a few years ago, there was an ex, uh, I think he was in the army. I don't remember what exact branch of the f armed forces, but then after that he was a cop and I think he got fired or reprimanded because he was using de-escalation techniques. He was taught in like the armed forces and like quote unquote, put another officer's life in danger. Wow. So a cop actually wow. doing what you would think would be their job is to like not kill people. God, I think it was in West Virginia or something, if I recall. Mm -hmm. But you know, that guy's not going to get hired in another precinct. Like you just you, you murder somebody and it's like, oh, you, you know, oh, I'm going to resign in shame and then get a desk job somewhere. It's like, you know, he, they ain't going to hire him anywhere else. Didn't that um, one former officer just get. It just it, the courts just said that her firing was wrong, or you know whatever word they used. Um, you know, it, it was like thirty years ago because she like called out other officers that sucked for some reason. Well, yeah, that that's what happens to quote unquote good cops. But no, yeah, yeah no. And, I, you know, the city said she was right, and I I'm sure they're not paying her any money. No, I, no, I, I did see that it said that um, she got like her pension reinstated. Oh, so oh, something. So yeah, listener, if you have an opinion on what the best, most durable hiking shoe is, please let me know. And Rob, will you please tell them how? I already did that earlier. You missed oh. it, but they can also reach out to us at a new American le one on Twitter, and they can also reach out to us at a new American legacy at gmail .com. Perfect. Jared, would you like to tell the listeners where they can find your OnlyFans for you and John? You gotta subscribe to our Patreon to get that. All it's right. Onlyfans. Well, there's no. You can't see any content. It's Onlyfans.com/slash um, sexy space twink dad Jesus doctor. Just so you know, the show does have an Onlyfans. So I know <laughs> it exists. Like when I created it, it was automatically like, "Do you want to put this on Onlyfans?" And I was like, "Why not?" Well, so, yeah, so I'm sure, like, the, the quote-unquote hole digging was just a, an excuse to get some content, right? Just shirtless with that shovel. Oh, yeah, Look, that's that's what people want to see. Yeah. Looking fine, shoveling that dirt. Glisten. My court. Glistening. My quarantine bod, yeah, that's <laughs> great. Oh, yeah, I noticed some of my pants are getting a little tight as of late. Well, isn't that good? Because you lost a lot of... I get. I did with my health issues. Yeah. I I I went down to an unhealthy weight there for a hot minute, but once I was under control, I started feeling a little better. I am back up to a buck ninety, which I would like that to be more like a buck eighty. Mm. <laughs> that would make me happy. Matthew, welcome and thank you for the drop in. Rochelle was with us earlier and she went over a little bit of that thing with us, but I feel like your astute eyes may have gleamed something else from that article yeah um so i haven't read it yet <laughs> you son of a then i'm glad rochelle was on point rochelle pay raise since you make nothing the raise is nothing supporters please please get rochelle paid she's in school busy day lawyering yeah i was writing a motion to exclude expert testimony all day i dug a hole i powered through a brain fog feel pretty proud of that 
John dug a hole. Yeah. That's good, too. That's a good way to spend the day. Fuck experts, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, when they're they're claiming to know everything and they didn't do any work, yeah, fuck them. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Matt, if I if I tell people that I wrote Bawa Taba, can I get in any sort of trouble for that? If by some stretch of the imagination, it's actually not true. <laughs> Are you getting money from it? The writing the song, or money from saying that I wrote the song? Saying that you wrote the song. Uh, no, absolutely not. Then no. Beautiful. What a country. That was, but that was your intro, right? <laughs> Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. That's why well, I was just making sure. Because he already did it, so he just to make sure he was in the clear. Yeah. <laughs> if not, I'll record another one right now. But I always have a few on tap, so <laughs> <laughs> just you know, little true stories from my life. It's like you always got a couple, a few holes you're starting to dig. You know, you always got a couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always got my fingers in a few holes. <laughs> Wow, we have devolved quickly. Anything else on anyone else's list before I get into Dogecoin and the stock market? Oh, God. Wonderful stocks. Dogecoin, it was at 1.2.1, well, 12 cents, essentially, which is insane for a Woo! gag crypto. But a lot what? of people made a lot of money. Had been at 5 cents. Now, the reason for that is old musky, right? Because he keeps talking about Dogecoin. I would assume that that has a significant amount to play yeah. with it because crypto is a lot of, you know, hype and sentiment based. I was actually wondering what, what the reason was and just assumed it was Musk tweeting stupid shit. <laughs> a lot of times that's all it takes. Well, yeah. it's the only it's the only way this this coin has any sort of value at all. It's just if people talk about it, that's it has no tangible fungible value at least none that can be applied yet maybe they'll be able to figure a way but i'm pretty sure that since it's like built on a joke that it's like not really all that secure or anything the creators never meant for it to be anything more than a joke so it's <laughs> <laughs> so funny like specifically that it was meant to be a joke <laughs> and now it's worth 12 fucking cents <laughs> yeah that's that's unbelievable <laughs> Oh, that is really actually unbelievable. I know whenever we were live and it hit eight cents, I thought that was unbelievable. And here we are a couple months later and it's sitting at 12, stable at 12. Yeah, like what if you bought $100 worth of Dogecoin just because it was funny and you just still had it at this point? You're, you're rich. Yeah. It depends on when you bought it. No, yeah, I mean like I... when it first came out. I bought it before that first spike when we were talking about that AOC stream on the on the air on the pod, and I paid two months rent with that. Yeah, I was. bought it at two cents. Nice. Yeah. I hope you have an actual. <laughs> I got like eight hundred. I got like eight hundred of them. That's great. Congrats. It's been on such a run. Don't be afraid to take a little profits and buy back in if it dips. Just saying. The plan. How's your AMC looking, John? You still have faith? You have faith uh, in a squeeze? Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm still, even with the dip, I'm, I averaged down previously enough that I'm still in the green right now. I have done the same, and I as well am just sitting pretty, not a sweat on my brow. Yeah, I can just let it sit there and see what happens. 
Yeah, isn't that fantastic? Yeah, sure. I'm still living within this system, so... Well, yeah. you're forced to do what you have to do, right? Apparently. Jared, you sure you don't want me to send you that link to Weeble? No, I'm, I'm fine. Just checking. Uh, I do know that tonight while we were recording, Trey was actually doing a live interview with Adam Aaron, or Aaron Adam, the CEO of AMC Theaters. So I'm very excited to see what turned out of that uh it's probably going to be pretty interesting in a lot of youtube stuff they're going to be deciphering videos of that for days i bet that's funny you know he's probably like hey man thank you so much uh i was gonna actually have to take a small pay cut this year and now i'm i'm still like a multi-millionaire i really appreciate you bumping this stock you know no problem who, who, who are we talking about? I zoned out for a second. Trey and oh, okay. the CEO of AMC. Well, okay, the CEO, then it's the same. Elon Musk and Bezos both purposely squeezed their own stocks. So, I mean, that kind of lends credence to a, a squeeze potentially happening for AMC. But yeah, this C- a CEO wants the squeeze to happen as much as any retail investor because it's money in their pocket. Yeah, it's such a weird weird thing though like you'd think like a stock is supposed to be there to judge a product that has value and judge the value of the product that a company is putting out it's kind of not the case like has it just been warped and twisted over time by legislation and people looking to game the system because it kind of seems like that's what happened (laughs) just people with money making rules to make themselves more money yep Um, but i thought the stock market like it just exists to give businesses like money to invest and it doesn't matter what they do or make it's just uh to pull money so they can make more money right like it has nothing to do with the quality of their products does it i mean pretty much yeah i think what john's saying is like you associate a company that has a high stock price with a quality company like apple for example like in most people's minds they're like Oh, Apple shares are worth so much. They must be such a great company. You know, like that kind of thing. Is that what you're saying, John? Well, yeah. And then Musk yeah. and Bezos inflated their stocks to kind of show that. It's it's sort of the whole thing where we were talking about last week with, um, you know, Elon Musk being essentially given money to start his business rather than, you know, having a, val- a valuable idea to earn the money. Like he, he it, the, the idea, the money came before the idea, which... You know, with with the stock market here, like the company wasn't a good company to earn the stock price. The market was manipulated to show the stock price for the company, thereby making the company look like it was a good company before it ever was. It's it's I don't know what that does. I don't know what that creates as far as like a weird like smoke and mirrors of hardy, you know, businesses, because, you know, if these if these companies aren't actually good. Like it's got to be some kind of fallout from that, from having such a high valued stock, or is this just like a facet of late stage capitalism where everything is awful until we start lighting things on fire? Uh, well, I think that that actually might be more apt, but I think we're more into the weird pre hyperinflation slash hyper deflation 
Um, I think that's part of the reason the Fed's been printing money like crazy. Um, I think that's why crypto's exploding. It's co- it's considered a more stable investment than bonds right now. Uh, I think that pressure is is building. Well, I would imagine I would imagine too, like inflating, artificially inflating your stock, probably like you were saying, like would maybe convince people to actually invest money into your company, right? So that translates into real money that you can use to make more money and expand and make more money yeah. that then that will compensate when your stock's tanking. <laughs> right. Pretty much. Yeah. So the real bootstrap is um, building your own golden parachute. That's what I, bootstrap ideology is now. I guess. But gold parachutes would be real heavy. Just real heavy. Yeah, I, I don't even know if I've heard that before. What? Golden parachute. That's what all the CEOs get whenever the company fails. Oh, because they just get a lot of money and then go fuck up at another company and get a lot of money for fucking right. up another. Okay. Yeah, you've not. How, how have you, the communist, never yeah. heard of a golden parachute? I don't know. I mean, I just. I. I, I well, tune in next week, Jared, where I, I explain to you what a glass ceiling is. I mean, I've heard that one. That's a good. We bet we get. We better get a, some yeah. listeners lolling about that one too. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I don't know if I should be the one to explain it. Maybe like like a a woman might be better. Oh, and by the mm-hmm. way, I, I wanted to like wrap up that whole stake of Neil deGrasse Tyson thing. Like, is science <laughs> true? Like, uh, have we, or is science, the truth in science ever evolving? I, I mean, everybody kind of has a different operant definition for what true means in this sentence. Mm-hmm. No great like, definitions. Well, if he's using it in a context where, like, I'm not getting the vaccine because I don't believe it, but he's saying to this person, like, well, that's the great thing about, you know, this science, it doesn't care what you believe the vaccine does this and you need to take it because it helps. Like I kind of get that. Um, but I also get the more philosophical or epistemological. Is that the right form of that word? Jared, look it up while I banter, you know, what, what is truth? Uh, what is the meaning of the word is, um, can something, can we really even determine what truth is with our limited, you know, moron human brain that we have? How can a house burn up while it's burning down? Sure, sure. Well, I don't know. But we're, we're I just, just doing... wanted to play. I felt left out. <laughs> Sorry. We're just doing the best we can with like the, the very, very, very limited tool that we have. Like we, we don't know how our brain works. And I said this last week. We don't even know what's inside the big sphere that we live on. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's magma, but it hasn't been proven exactly. No, it's it's a it's hypothesis. And yeah. but we're all told it's truth. Like this is what's in the earth. But we have no clue. Maybe we should do an episode on Hollow Earth. Do a Wednesday Hollow Earth deep dive. Listen, I was going to save this for later, but there's a reason I was digging the hole, okay? <laughs> well, I thought that- what have you found, John? <laughs> Nothing yet, huh? Oh, I, well, I thought that recent documentary, um, what was it? Uh, Godzilla versus Kong proved that there was a Hollow <laughs> Earth. <laughs> 
For all of our listeners, go out and see Godzilla vs. Kong. Let's inflate AMC's profit margin. <laughs> Yay! Well, but, but, you know, the interesting thing, you know, John, in that context, you, you know, if he's trying to talk about, uh, well, vaccine, you know, vaccines work, right? Even if you don't believe them, they work. But also the placebo effect is a thing. So That is a very real thing. So... Eh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, placebo effect is a thing until you tell people that it's a placebo, then it doesn't work anymore. It depends on if on how deeply instilled that belief is, I guess. Or if someone knows what the meaning of the word placebo is. <laughs> Fact! <laughs> now see, that was sort of science. Is that true? We don't know. Well, right, yeah, I mean, we have a dictionary <laughs> full of defined words, but that's just how our stupid human brains have done it. Yep. And some humans probably have done it a different way, too, even. We can only perceive time as linear. Um, who knows what it actually is? Um, or if it even is. I um, think time's a bowl of spaghetti, and it's all wibbly-wobbly. And every once in a while, a noodle touches another noodle, and their juices swap. Just a little. Oh, that's Maybe. how they have... That's how universes fuck. Huh. I thought it was Sweet. shaped more like someone writing in cursive Jeremy Barramy, but mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> um, that's one of my favorite theories, Jeremy Barramy. It's kind of a weird thing for Mr. Science Man to say that, you know, to, to say there's things that there is absolute truth. Yeah. Because even if there is, we have no idea. Maybe he's just taking the time and the political atmosphere into account to try to get those that are anti-science to accept that there is truth in science. It may not, science may not all be truth, but there well, is I truth mean, in science. Is there, question mark? Science is just writing down the results of your experiment. That's literally all science is. And yeah, I'm not really data. talking about that. Like, everything, everything that science shows us is just the best guess. Mm-hmm. But that's the well, regardless of what it is, it's all just best guess. Are you talking about like we can't see absolute reality because our senses only perceive certain well, wavelengths of light, etc.? Yes, and and really, if we want to talk about that, we all see a different reality anyway. So an absolute truth is kind of like a misnomer to say the least. Well, actually, John, as what what did Zack Snyder say? As the as the land baron. <laughs> Oh, oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, another Are you gonna tell me it's quantum? <laughs> it's always quantum with that lady. Yes. It's 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 you know, you everyone sees a different truth because everyone is creating their own reality. Yep. I mean but there's some truth in that too. Like we're not all actively creating our own reality, but we're not seeing this we're never seeing the same things. Yeah, but I think she meant it literally. Like that reality yeah. comes from your brain, which is not yeah, I mean, true. Wasn't she, that the secret? Remember that book, The Secret? Wasn't that the secret? No, no idea. I don't know. I don't think any of us would know that. For any of our listeners that may have read the book, The Secret with the red stamp thing on it, that was like a whole thing for a minute, send us an email and let us know if I was on to something there. Um, well, no, but again, I think if you're a scientist, right, just saying that it's always true is just anti science. Yeah, yes, it's saying you're not really a scientist. And he's kind of really never been a scientist. Like, he plays one on TV, and he says cool stuff sometimes. Um, but, like... I was starstruck with the dude at, at some point, you know? Like, I just blatantly believed him for a while at, at a point. Like, 
Well, you I think you follow along a, a growth pattern and you see that and you go, oh, yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. But then you keep learning and mm. then realize that, oh, he's just being an asshole. Yeah. It's sad. Oh, well. That's the whole point. We're supposed to at least supposed to keep learning or try to keep learning. Yeah. Um, I'm going on the keep learning. Back to the Land Baron's quantum thing. <laughs> okay. Her favorite. How exactly <laughs> does she believe that the quantum realities in which she exists is going to make Trump president again now that the date has passed again and again and again? Or is that just gone now from the land barons? <laughs> no, 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 no. Internet uh, there was recently recent posting, recent activities. Yeah, I forget. It's basically like it's going to happen in a couple like every couple weeks she keeps saying, "Oh, it's <laughs> it, it's going to happen." She, but what's interesting now is she's she's gone on these rants against illegal immigrants for some reason. Oh my which, fuck. <laughs> which is just That's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of ridiculous because I mean she, uh, she lives in New York state and like it it was this the classic conservative like how can we help? Because suppose, I mean, it's probably a lie, but they're like, we're letting those illegals stay in hotels and they don't have to have get vaccinated and they can do whatever they want. We're paying them money. And then she's like, well, what about our veterans that are homeless? And it's like, you know, you can you can help them both, right? Like, like that's a false, that's a false dichotomy. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. She only wants to help the veterans. Oh, anyway, back oh. to, back to what I was saying about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, and and please cut this if it's incorrect. We need maybe do some research on it. But I swear he was confused of a couple sexual assaults. Oh, he was accused. Yes, yes, of a few. Okay. Yes, I don't I don't know whatever came of that. But yeah, he was definitely accused, and that kind of all just went away. And liberals still love him. Yeah, he's just famous enough that nothing com comes of it. So. But he also right. could have not done anything, and that's why nothing came of it. So, well, I mean, if nothing was investigated, then we will never know. Yep. Like, if you didn't do anything, then let it be investigated, Joe Biden. What's Joe Biden getting investigated for? Well, he was accused, and then he closed all of his records pertaining to the individual that accused him. Instead of saying, "Yeah, I didn't do it," here's all the stuff that says I didn't. Oh, He's isn't like, that nope. Tara Reed? Yeah, I didn't do it, but you can't see why. I mean, he could at least he could have at least showed his calendar, like uh, <laughs> oh, what's the, his name? Uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, that was like I is a calendar. It's like I, I <laughs> he had the party. See when the scheduled boofing yeah. boofings were. He's like no sec. I it, don't look at my calendar. I said did not sexually assault anyone today, and it's circled, so I couldn't have done it. So here's some here's. I'm sorry, I was just scrolling through the timeline to to grab a couple gems. Uh, for uh for everyone here oh here we go stop being good germans right that's a good one because what well you see john if being anti-vax and knowing the truth is like being a jew during nazi germany oh, to Jesus these people, christ oh my god she's um, insane which also under the nuremberg code i cannot be coerced to receive any experimental medical procedure so she's saying it's experimental? I mean, I guess. Technically, yes. Yeah. All right. It's under, it's under emergency the, youth authorization. Yeah. Relating back to the previous conversation, isn't everything? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Anyway, 
I'm trying to convince Life her and I'm not going to so. carry on. Let's see. There was a good one. America's a failed experiment. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Or does it work exactly as it was designed? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with Mike. Yes. Oh, oh, here we go. Here's one. Uh, yesterday, Mike Flynn in Nashville, quote, Trump is still the president of the United States. <laughs> wow. I don't even, I'm not even going to look up who that guy is. But he believes it, huh? Mike Flynn? Who is that guy? Yeah, I don't. Wasn't he a, a general or a secretary that oh, Trump appointed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's a general, so wait a I think. I, I'm, I really highly doubt that the actual General Flynn had made that statement. Because isn't General Flynn the one that Trump marched out in front of the church and then like immediately after General Flynn was like, that was unacceptable, that should have never happened, blah, 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 blah. Same General Flynn or am I confused? It could be the same one. Like saying General Michael the- Flynn, I believe is his name. Yeah, I mean, why why is it so much of a stretch that he could have done both of these things? Um, but I, I wanted to um so this was yesterday, one last Trump date. It is possible <laughs> that it will be all over very, very soon. Every last bit of it. Holding this In sacred two weeks prayer, from now. Holding this sacred prayer in my heart. So yeah, soon. It's it's just it's soon. It's gonna it's so, gonna be soon. It's soon soon that Biden is gonna get kicked out and Trump will come back. Trump is gonna come back. He's what gonna else? make everything like great. All the the Satan pedophiles are just gonna like die, and like and I, and I think like she doesn't even think it's Joe Biden. It's like a it's it's a it's an Joe imposter. Biden, oh, he's a body double of Joe Biden, not actual Joe yes. Biden. Oh my god! How long do you think she will be able to survive? on this path before she just has to give it up West, i mean i mean the next four years okay if trump wins in 2024 then she'll be very validated and good for her will she though like she's been saying he's still president so why would he have to win the presidency again or well don't you remember what trump said at cpap he said that he will be coming president for the third time in 2024 because no i don't remember now. what happened at the conservative political action committee's circle jerk. But that's completely <laughs> yeah, irrelevant because no this is like he is still president. It's not that he's going to run again and win. No, it, it's the- right. But constitutionally, he can't if he's still president now. Mm. Um, oh. But I'm sorry. I, I just remembered uh, she posted. She posted this from one of the show's favorite grifters, Candace Owens. <laughs> <laughs> And, Sorry. And this is one of those. You ever you ever see a conserv one of those conservative posts, and you're like, man, I wish that was true. You know, uh, maybe I no. want to see an example of this uh-uh. phenomenon. Well, I'm gonna yeah. give, give it. Sounds like a unicorn. Gonna give it to you right now. Uh, we need to stop calling them liberals and begin referring to them ex- ex- exactly what they are: American communists that wish to partake in the destruction of Western civilization. So yes, I, yeah. I have experienced a conservative viewpoint that I wish was true. Because it's like that sounds pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Gotcha. I wish liberals just weren't actually conservatives. Conservatives think that they aren't. So I mean, oh. yeah, yeah. Well, anything short of like hunting the homeless for sport is is communist. I don't think we're far from that. Well, then we're close to the bell riots. Oh my God, Patrick Byrne, hammer is connected to 150,000 
voting and tabulating with this machine around the world. It's not just the United States. We have it all, folks. I'm not kidding. There's an army of lawyers typing up the things that need to be typed up. <laughs> Whoa! They're out there An army. Who? Who? Who is even the leader of the lawyers? Deets. Trump. Deets. Q. Q. Yeah, Q. This is, this is amazing. All you have to admit to do is admit you bought into the scam demic, and it will be all over. Except for those so of you who opted to get the second jab, then over will be a bit different. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Basically, we're all we're all just gonna die because we got. I the second vaccine for over a month now and i'm okay Don't worry, no no you're okay now because they haven't activated but what but it was supposed to immediately turn you into a non-human but that's not the case anymore well no no it's i think it's the i what i think the idea of not being well one well again remember it was legally right so human laws no longer apply to you and Matthew disconnected, and he can't fill us in on that again. Yeah, please explain us the intrinsic laws to humanity. What? Are- Listener, next week we start with the intrinsic laws of humanity. Matthew, you have homework while I'm on vacation. And for our listeners, feel free to look us up on YouTube, A New American Legacy Travels. We're going to Texas. I have to learn how to YouTube and edit and shit, so I have no idea when that'll be coming out. But it's a thing! And then we're going to visit Mike and Rochelle. Cool. I really hope that's next on the list, but it's to be decided. I mean, I could go visit Katie and Jared, I guess, because like they're not <laughs> that far. <laughs> so maybe I'll do that, but I'm not going to visit John. He's going to throw you in the hole if you right. do. He's going to throw you right in the hole. <laughs> that's why I'm not going. He has a hole ready. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our latest anal probe segment. Join us again next week while we break down the things that have gone on around us and talk about the havoc that has ensued. Don't forget to keep an eye out on YouTube for a new American Legacy Travels. It'll be starting soon with the inaugural trip to Texas. How exciting! Don't worry, even I don't know if that was sarcastic or not. I am going to get to ride some roller coasters, so be prepared for ultra mega super roller coaster talk on next week's episode of the Anal Podcast. Oh, and stay safe out there.